Welcome to the Real Los Angeles Podcast. I am your host, Northeast Los Angeles Raider. That is N-E-L-A, Nella Raider. Coming at you live and direct from Los Angeles, California. Today is June 22nd. And this is the 12th. Yes, it is the 12th episode, ladies and gentlemen, of the podcast. Thank you all for tuning in for another episode. And for those of you who are newcomers, thank you for tuning in as, and as well. And welcome to Los Angeles Raider Nation's exclusive home for all things Raiders. Your Los Angeles Dodgers, your Los Angeles Lakers, your Los Angeles Kings, USC, UCLA when football season comes back around. And the XFL when they announced the Los Angeles team. This is your home for all things LA sports. Excluding the Rams and the Chargers. No Rams, no Chargers. Anyhow, first things first ladies and gentlemen. As we always do. We go Raiders first. Dodgers, Lakers, Kings. Miscellaneous at the end. So... Your Raiders are not only scheduled or on schedule for the Las Vegas move and everything's going as planned for the Las Vegas Stadium. Not only are your Raiders on schedule to be on Hard Knocks this coming August, August 6th if I am correct, but... There's a lot of rumors going around as all this big news and big things happening behind the scenes with not only Hard Knocks, this upcoming season, and the move for next year. But lately we've been having a lot of rumors with the Lakers, a lot of big things happening with the Dodgers. But now we're going to get into Raider rumors. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, today's segment Involving the Raiders is going to have to do with trade rumors. So, I'm not too sure what our salary cap is. Maybe I should have did some analytics before I got into the podcast. But, I think we still got some money that we could spend on trading. So... What we could waive is our first rank of first year. And I will get more into that, who we would have to use that on. But so there's a lot of news coming out about trade rumors with your Oakland, Las Vegas, and in our hearts, Los Angeles Raiders always. The trade rumors involve Jadavian Clowney from the Houston Texans. Outside linebacker, of course. Wide receivers, Des Bryant. I think that's not so much a trade as much as it is free agency or just picking him up. And same thing with Crabtree. There is a potential Crabtree return being floated around there. Now, is it a legitimate... Are these... 
any of these legitimate rumors that may or may not really happen. Jadavian Clowney is probably the more realistic of the three I just named right now. And I'm kind of more for building up our defense because our offense is pretty good. But if I had to choose between Dez coming in into the silver and black or Michael Crabtree, you guys should know how I'm rolling. And that's Crabtree. I didn't like when we got rid of Crabtree in the first place. I believe that not only did Crabtree have the most consistent hands between him and Cooper, but he had a reception in every game as an Oakland Raider. A reception, an actual catch every single game. Yes, did he drop balls? Absolutely. But that meant he didn't go a game without catching at least one ball a game. For whatever that stat's worth, you know, as a as a Niner and as a Raider, Michael Crabtree, I wouldn't say didn't have a bad game, but he was consistent in all of his games to where he at least had one reception every game. And that's more than I could say for Mr. Amari Cooper. And I'm going to leave that there. Now, I don't have a lot of Raider news for you guys today, but there is a trade piece that I really want to get into really in depth with because there's a lot of little names here and there besides the Crabtree, besides the Dez and Jadavian Clowney, who I would like as well. The one name that has been floated around and has a real chance at being a Raider is Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, who was drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars, is now a free agent. And the guy, to me, is a shutdown corner. I knew that he was going to be good coming out of the draft, and I really wanted him. But I believe the year he was in the draft, we were in the middle somewhere in the draft. And he was a more higher up pick. If I. If I'm correct. He was in the same draft as Ezekiel Elliott. Who again. At the time I wouldn't have mind. Him being a Raider. He was doing workouts with. Uh, Donald Penn at the time. And I was hoping that. The Raiders were going to trade up to get Ezekiel Elliott. Hindsight's always twenty twenty, I guess, and I'm not so sure that would have been a good idea. Just coming off of all the off-the-field issues. And who knows how that guy would have <laughs> panned out in Las Vegas, of all places. But anyways, back to Jalen Rish- Ramsey. Sorry, I almost hit Jalen Rashard. Jalen Ramsey. Now... With Jalen Ramsey being more of a realistic trade. In a more realistic trade scenario I should say. I believe that at the very least. We would have to give up. Next year's. First round pick. And possibly 
someone that we picked in this previous draft. In this draft that just ended. But I will say at the very least, I think our first round where wherever we end up on the draft board this year, I think we have to give our up our first round twenty twenty pick for Jalen Ramsey at the very least. Now, there is a significant reason why we would go ahead and do this trade. The reason why we would give up that pick is if we were in win win now mode. There's a lot of guys. On our team, there are still kind of veteran leaders that are new acquisitions. Vontez Perfect, Brandon Marshall. Now, if we got some veteran leadership, I wouldn't even call him a veteran, but he's been in the league a few years now. And I, I just think that at the end of the day, Jalen, Jalen Richards, I keep saying Jalen Richard. Jalen Ramsey, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. Jalen Ramsey would fill a huge hole that we've been having in our secondary forever now, which is corner. We would finally have that shutdown corner. And think of this, if we had our starting secondary lineup right now acquiring uh, Jalen Ramsey we would have him at cornerback number one Gary and Conley at quarterback cornerback two strong safety Abe, we would have Jonathan Abram free safety would have Carl Joseph at least for this year because he's probably going to be gone by next year. And then Nickelback we would have Joyner. If you guys ask me. I think this is an absolute secondary upgrade. This is probably going to be one of the top tier. Secondaries in the league. I believe that. If we get Jalen Ramsey, it would be the biggest difference maker in our secondary, and we could put, we could possibly have one of the best secondaries that we've we've had in our franchise for a minute now, because it just seemed like corner was such an obvious need for a long time. Even, even Mark Davis, with all due to Mark. All due respect to Mark Davis, no matter how you feel about the guy, even he knows, being the man, being the, the owner of the team, he knows that corners, we need corners on our team. Shut down corners. And even though the verdict is still out with, uh, with Conley, the guy hasn't been healthy enough. I believe that he had a pretty decent year last year on a losing team. I just think if you guys get if we were to get 
other guys that are just shut down shut down players in the secondary i i just believe that that we would have a better section of the defense that section of the defense would be a lot stronger a lot more solidified with Jalen Ramsey in there so i am pro us trading a 2020 first round pick for Jalen Ramsey it's probably not a big as as big of a move as trying to get Antonio Brown but if you guys really think about it if we are in win ma- win now mode for Oakland we have Derek Carr we have Antonio Brown Terrell Williams you know we I mean the only thing missing is probably a star running back. Like if we were to bring back Marshawn, honestly, that's the only thing missing is a star, crazy, big name running back. If we, even if we would have got Le'Veon Bell, guys, that would have been crazy. Just thinking about the fact that Marshawn, Derek Carr, or Le'Veon, Derek Carr, with Antonio Brown, Richie Incognito, all these names. I don't know if people are right about the team. That it's just it, it's number one on the list for hard knocks, or can we really be a potential contender if we had all the names I just named, plus Vontez Perfect, plus Brandon Marshall, plus now in the mix. Let's just throw in Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey to Oakland. Could this be a match made in heaven for Raider fans? Hopefully, Raider Nation, hopefully we do get him. We improve the secondary. It's an upgrade. And I truly believe that this could make a big difference in the upcoming season. We got to take into consideration that we're on the road most of the this year. We're the, the most traveled team. We're in the biggest lame duck year in the history of probably the NFL. Think about this, guys. The franchise has been talking about moving for quite a few years now. It was clear as day that they wanted to leave for Los Angeles in 2015. The Rams got the go-ahead and the Chargers were up next for LA. Otherwise, you know it, I know it, we would have been gone. We would have been the Los Angeles Raiders had the NFL given us the okay in the first place with Carson. Or if the NFL would have gave us a shot at Hollywood Park, I believe in my heart of hearts, we probably wouldn't have even played that following season, 2016, in Oakland. We probably would have jumped the gun and said, you know what, we'll go to the StubHub Center in 2016. Or whatever venue would have had the Raiders. The Dodgers Stadium. Whatever. I think 
legitimately the Raiders, especially in 2016, would have the Raiders being in Los Angeles in 2016 would have been mind blowing. First year back, bigger brand name, bigger, more loved football team in Los Angeles than the Rams. First year back, we have the 2016 season that we did for the Los Angeles Raiders. And the Rams have the 2016 year that they had their first year back. Guys, that would have been crucial. Think about that for a second. But what I was trying to get at with the moving aspect is that 2015 we were talking about moving. 2016 we were talking about moving. 2017 we get the approval by the NFL that we are finally going to actually move. The trick was just not yet. You're moving. It's just not yet. So not only are you playing 2017 as a moving team. You're playing 2018 as a moving team. And possibly 2019 as a moving team. As we all found out earlier this year. That we are going to stay in Oakland for the final year before the stadium is expected to get completed in 2020. So we have a deal in place for the Oakland Raiders to be the Oakland Raiders this year. And possibly next year if the stadium doesn't get done. But the stadium is already on plan to get done. It's on schedule, so to speak. So... For us to go out and win now and get the players that we need. Improve the secondary now. Improve the linebackers and the the defensive side of the ball as a whole. Give Derek Carr the protection and the weapons he needs. Coaching staff. It's the second year of the same football system. You can't blame Chucky. Coming back from 10 year hiatus. And winning a bunch of games. You can't. Guys. The writing is on the wall. For a better season. Does that mean we're going to the Super Bowl this year? Probably not. I just want an 8-8 eight eight season. At the very least. And hoping. Positive hoping. For a 10 win season. Even if that's third place in the AFC West because our division is crazy competitive and we could easily be third with a 10 and 6 record. That's how tough our division is. With that, all that said, I believe that let's at least give Oakland the good run that they deserve. Give the fans a better last game in Oakland. Than the one that's scheduled. <clears throat> against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Guys. We need to face the Chargers. Or the Chiefs. In a playoff game. Or the Steelers in a playoff game. Heck. Even the Browns. Would be a better. Last game in Oakland. 
there has to be a better opponent. Opponent, hell, I'll go as far as to say, let's get New England at home in Oakland and let's kick their butt in the playoffs. That would be a dream come true this season. Let's get back on track. Let's get back to winning. Let's go into the playoffs. Let's fight hard and let's at least beat New England. And if we face someone like, you know, the Browns in the AFC Championship, that's. <laughs> Kind of far-fetched, but that would be awesome. Anyhow, guys, that's all I have for the Raiders segment. Let's hope that we get Jalen Ramsey and improve our defensive back and secondary in general section. So, let's go Raiders. LA Raider Nation, stand up. We're going to have a great year. I'm going to digress now to our baseball team. Ladies and gentlemen, your Los Angeles Dodgers are on fire. I don't even know where to begin with the Dodgers segment. Do I start with Ryu coming out clutch in every aspect of being a pitcher? Do I start with Bueller? So I start with Kershaw coming back and coming in clutch a couple games ago. Or do I start with the Dodgers and Giants rivalry just being re reignited, the, the rivalry being reignited with Max Muncy coming in and wearing the shirts he's wearing with the go get it out of the ocean and Dodger Stadium putting out stats about Bumgarner <laughs> on the on the the screen the big screen <laughs> and it's just I don't know where to begin I do not know where to begin but the Dodgers are something else this year between Drama with San Francisco. Our pitchers actually improving and doing their thing. You know. Bullpens even. The, the bullpen's starting to step up. The, the fact that. You know. At bat we're just. Getting better and better and better with more. We're just on fire. Between Cody Bellinger. Even JT. And, you know, even Verdugo. Do not get me started with even Verdugo. Tonight, actually, the Dodgers beat the Rockies 4-2. It was a tight game all the way through. We were losing at first. Then we winded up tying the game 4-4. And then here comes... Verdugo with the walk-off home run. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Verdugo hits the walk-off home run. The Dodgers win. 4-2. Advanced to 53 wins and 25 losses. Still first in the NL West. And still best in all of baseball. We are 53 wins, 25 losses, 
first in the NL West, and we not only are we best in the in the West, we have the best record in baseball still. Ladies and gentlemen, I have been saying this since the inception of this podcast because it's basically been since the beginning of our baseball season. I was just constantly trying to stay humble and just, you know what? It's too early to tell. Maybe this is just a nice early head start that Cody Bellinger's having. Then next thing you know, Ryu's having a year. JT's having a pretty good year. Everyone is starting to get their their act together, and they're all starting to have their little flame. At first, I thought it was just go. At first, I thought it was just Cody Bellinger having a really good year. I thought, wow. You know what? He's starting off hot. I just hope he doesn't burn out. I really hurt. I really, really hope that this kid is not just on fire in the beginning of the season and burns out going into the summer or even the end of summer heading into the postseason. Because we need that flame to be lit. We need us to be on fire closer and closer to the postseason. Let's not hit a hump or be let's not hit hit it out and get slumped out we need to keep this momentum going right now dare I say it this is going to be a hot take the same way I had kind of a hot take with with the whole Jalen Ramsey and us trading that that pick for you know for the Jacksonville Jaguar star the same way I'm going to have a take on that, I'm going to have a take on this. It might just be our year. Ladies and gentlemen, this just might be it. I'm not trying to jinx this, but I'm even going to knock on wood real quick. Dare I say it, this team might be a little bit better than the past two seasons. The past two World Series teams. I sincerely in my heart of hearts believe that if the Dodgers had faced New York instead of Houston, we probably would have won that World Series. Last World Series, last season, we barely snuck into the postseason. I was at that game when we went into the the tiebreaker. I was at the tiebreaker game. And the Dodgers were just barely knocking teams out in the postseason. I was almost convinced that Milwaukee was going to knock us out. And then, boom, here we go. Back into the World Series. We find out that we're up, we're up against uh, Boston. And it just looks like, wow, the rivalry's back, you know. Boston and L.A. Because we all know that how the Lakers feel about the Boston Celtics. And unfortunately, we, we have the Rams. And they now have a little postseason rivalry with the Patriots. Even from back then in St. Louis to now again. In L.A. So it's the Ram franchise against the Patriots too. So 
Los Angeles is naturally just against Boston. I already hate Boston sports. But to get back into what I was saying about the World Series is that we kind of had no business even being in the postseason, let alone the World Series last last season. And to be quite honest with you, it was just so hard to see us even get two wins out of that World Series. We barely snuck in a win in like the 18th inning, if my memory serves us correctly. I believe it was Max Muncy that came in clutch too. But it's neither here nor there. We went the year before. We went last season. Maybe third time's a charm, ladies and gentlemen. Third World Series in a row. Can we go a third time? Have a run. This team looks a little bit more equipped to just walk into the postseason, own up, and say we're a postseason team. We're not going to sneak into the playoffs. We're going to own it, and we're going to go into the playoffs and own whoever comes in our way. And if we get to the promised land one more time, we're going to go in all in and win a chip for the people like me who haven't had a chip in our life in our lifetime. This might be the team. Is it time, Los Angeles? Is it time for the Dodgers to really creep in and win a World Series this season? Maybe this is the team. Now, I do have two more segments to go, so I'm going to digress. So with that, I'm going to say, let's go Dodgers. Let's go Blue. And keep keep staying red hot. Dodger Blue is red hot this season. Let's go and let's walk in to the postseason. Now, the Lakers. There was a lot of rumors about salary cap. So since the last time that we've talked about the Lakers, a lot has happened. On the special episode that I put out for the Lakers getting Anthony Davis, I had put out that the trade was official and that Anthony Davis is, quote, officially a Laker. And that is not necessarily true. My apologies for rushing off to make an entire episode on someone who is, quote, not even a Laker yet. He hasn't had a press conference because the deal isn't, quote, unquote, done. But it's unofficially official that he's a Laker. It's going to happen. It's going to get done. It's it, We already traded. It's just the fact that everything will be official come July. By July 6th, I believe. So all the trade acquisitions for Anthony Davis will be 
complete come July, by July 6th, I believe. So, with that said, the Lakers now have LeBron James, Anthony Davis, assuming all goes well, and we still have Kyle Kuzma. We have quite a few unrestricted free agents that are probably going to part ways with the Lakers, McGee, Rondo, etc. But for sure, we have LeBron, Kuzma, and now Anthony Davis. There are new rumors coming out about how we might get Kyrie. I heard recently that Kyrie and the Brooklyn Nets are supposedly the deals falling apart. And he doesn't want to stay in Boston. There's still a good chance that even if he doesn't go with the Nets, he is more than likely going to go with the Knicks. And especially if KD winds up with the Knicks, I am almost certain Kyrie will follow and partner up with KD in New York. And he'll get two things with one stone. He will get A, the fact that he wants to be with a New York franchise. Excuse me. He'll be with the New York franchise. He'll be in the city of New York, no matter what, in the East Coast. And he'll be in the East Coast with KD, of all people. Now, KD's injured, but I'm assuming he's going to come back from this injury. And we all wish him well, of course. But back to the Lakers, ladies and gentlemen. I'm hearing about how we might go after Chris Paul because James Harden and Chris Paul are at different ends of their relationship and they are it is unrepairable I'm hearing all kinds of stuff about how he quote unquote requested a trade if he did in fact request a trade where would he end up who knows we we can't really call it but from the polls that I did on my Instagram with Laker fans and with people on my profile in general a resounding no thank you (laughs) not a lot of Laker fans want not a whole lot of Laker fans want Chris Paul in the purple and gold so personally I kind of wouldn't mind it just because it would help out with the point guard issue him and LeBron are close I'm only imagining how they would do as a big three. Kyrie wouldn't be a bad fit either. I honestly wouldn't mind Kyrie Irving if he doesn't get anything done in New York. Possibly he could come to the Lakers and reunite with LeBron. So on so forth. Who I really want is Clay Thompson, but a lot of Laker fans that I talk to on social media and even at work where I work at guys they were telling me hey Danny what do you think about you know the Lakers and Anthony Davis and what we what should we do should we go after a max 
max player? Like, should we max out someone, one of these top players on a max contract? And my answer was, if we can get Kawhi Leonard, let's lock him up. Yeah. Don't worry about the salary cap. Let's get one of the top players in the league right now who could win a championship by himself if need be. And you pair him up with AD and LeBron, forget it. We're in the finals. Why wouldn't you? That's a win now. That's a win now scenario. If we could max, if we could give a player like Kawhi, of course, Kyrie, do it. I would even say Clay Thompson. Absolutely. If we could get Clay Thompson, why wouldn't you want to give him a max contract? That's another win now scenario. The problem is that he's injured and a lot of people are like, why would you want to max out an injured player right now? My answer to that would be, that's probably the only way that we can get Clay is that he's damaged goods. The Lakers may not want to deal with that. They might have too many question marks. And this might be one of those trade scenarios or, you know, or free agency scenarios, I should say, where we can really pick up a great player like Klay Thompson via his injury. It's kind of opportunistic, but it's just the fact that, realistically speaking, a healthy Klay Thompson in free agency with the Warriors, he's probably willing to take less money just to come and stay with the Warriors. So this might be our only real legitimate shot to make him a Laker. Why not? Let's take the roll of the dice. All this is really is a roll of the dice anyways. But, ladies and gentlemen, with all that said, there is Lakers do have a strong interest in someone. A former Laker, if you will. Ladies and gentlemen, the, your Los Angeles Lakers have a strong interest in acquiring D'Angelo Russell, yes, D'Lo, D'Angelo Russell, point guard, which is a big need. He was a Laker before. Granted, there were things and reasons why we let go of him, but we, he was actually drafted a Laker. He didn't mind being a Laker. It was just a different time in the Laker organization when he was around wasn't too long ago, but it was the fact that it was still a different time. Kobe was still on the team. Now we're in the post-Kobe era. And it's a whole new year and a whole new time for him to be the point guard and be a part of the LeBron era. Interesting enough, though, guys, I believe it was one of the Laker Instagram, Lakers Wave, Lakers for Life, one one of these um, Laker pages that I follow put up an interesting video of D'Angelo Russell being asked if he had an all-time Starting five, who would be in his starting five with himself included? He said Bill Russell, 
Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, and himself. <coughs> that would be his all-time starting five, including himself, in, in that order. Ladies and gentlemen, not only is he a free agent, he was a Laker before. He reportedly said that if the money was right, he'd come back. It's Los Angeles, and it's the Lakers. That's self-explanatory in itself. Who doesn't want to be in Los Angeles? And if you're going to be in Los Angeles, wouldn't you want to be with the Lakers versus the Clippers? Anyhow, that was... That was in his starting five. He has a chance to be in a starting five. And potentially he could be the third piece, the point guard, in a big three scenario with LeBron, Anthony Davis, and himself. Does he have the skill to be that guy? Absolutely. If you really, really want to know my opinion on the matter. Not only is D'Angelo... Was he... Was he a good player? But apart from... Apart from D'Angelo having the, the drama behind him with Nick Young. He was actually a really good player. Kobe liked being around him. And he was decent. He he had sort of a Mamba mentality about him too. He had his whole ice in the veins thing that I liked. I was actually at his last game against the Timberwolves. We won that night. I believe it was his his grandmother had just passed away, if I'm not mistaken. And he winded up coming to the game to play the final game of the season. It was the final game season finale, regular season finale. And he decides to come in, play and has the game winning shot in the final his final game as a Laker. He looked ecstatic, he looked crazy happy to still, you know, to be there at that game. And have the game winning shot. I mean the kid has talent. He's a great point guard. You know is he top tier? Probably not top. But he's right under there. The kid he averages 21 points a game. 7 assists. And 4 rebounds. At least that's his stats from last season. He's... Like I said, he's not in the top tier of free agency. He's probably just under Kemba Walker, who is also in play to be a Laker. But we'll see. The interesting thing to note, guys, though, before I digress out of the Lakers, is the fact that we let Russell go, and he goes to the Nets. Excuse me, not the Knicks. The Nets. The Brooklyn Nets. So we let Russell go. And then we draft Lonzo Ball. And that was during the uh, the Magic Johnson era. 
and Magic Johnson was talking about how Lonzo Ball is going to bring up a banner. He's going to be a top Laker. And as we all know how that worked out, he was part of a trade piece to throw a bone to acquire Anthony Davis. To be honest with you guys, he might have gotten traded last season if it wasn't for his father, quote-unquote. I think it was his father that put it out that he was injured. So that hurt his trade value. And so Lonzo probably would have been out of L.A. last year had it not been for the injury that report that came out. Personally, I like Lonzo, and I thought that it was kind of a shame that we got rid of him so early, but the fact of the matter is, is that we let Russell go, we draft Ball, now Ball is out. He's going to at least what we presume to be the Pelicans. I'm hearing that the Bulls are interested in him, but... The fact of the matter is balls out and now we might get D-Lo again. It's just funny how things come into full circle with the whole point guard situation. So now we might be like, hey, you know how we drafted you? Guess what? You're our guy. <laughs> You're our point guard. <laughs> so uh, I definitely want to see how the fans are going to react to D'Angelo Russell coming back. For the most part, he was liked. Apart from, like I said, apart from the Nick Young thing and the whole quote-unquote him being a snitch kind of a thing. It, it's, it was just a maturity level thing. Maybe he's different now. And maybe he won't get into so much uh, disruptancy. They're just uh, with the team, with in, in the locker room. Maybe he won't be so disruptive. And maybe... Some real Laker chemistry can happen with this team. Maybe maybe he's gone through some things and maybe he's not so much of a kid anymore. And he can really just create great chemistry with Anthony Davis and LeBron. Obviously people that he looked up to and he wanted on an all-time starting five. Well, now here, here's his chance to be in a potential big three, let alone a top five starting five with the team that drafted him. This is almost too good to pass up and almost too good to not talk about. With that said, let's go Lakers and hopefully with the upcoming free agency, we hit another big star. Even if that star is D'Angelo Russell, I wouldn't mind that for the record. And let's go get D'Angelo if that's the case. Now, I don't have a whole lot of hockey news as of lately, but today I have a little bit of news. As you all may know, if you are Kings fans, if you care about hockey, and if you're a Los Angeles Kings fan, we do cover the Kings. Your Los Angeles Kings were the fifth pick, I believe it was yesterday. It was either yesterday or two days ago. More than likely it was yesterday. The NHL draft happened and we picked fifth overall. With the fifth pick in the first round of the 
NHL draft. The Los Angeles Kings selected center Alex Turcotte. Now, this kid, I'm hearing a lot of good things about him. He's he's young blood. He's he's fresh. He's supposed he was on the American team and he's he's going to be a great center supposedly. I heard nothing but praise about the kid uh potentially is this a way of the Kings looking at the veterans like Anze Kopitar, Jeff Carter? Are we looking at to the future for center? Anze Kopitar at least has 13 seasons with Los Angeles. He was drafted by the, the Kings. And are we looking towards the future, so to speak? Do I want to get rid of Kopitar? Quick and all these other guys soon. No, these are we still have most, if not a good number of the championship run teammates. We still have Martinez, Carter, Quick, Kopitar, Dustin Brown. A lot of these guys that we've had on the championship runs. Early 2010s, so 2012, 2014 championship. We got a lot of these veteran guys, like I just finished saying. Uh, Anze Kopitar had 13 seasons, so he's been with the team for roughly 14 years. He's on his way out, probably. He's getting older, he's getting a little bit more up there in age. So maybe we're looking to for fresh blood and center at center and you know it looks more and more unlikely that we're going to be moving on from quick sooner than later too which makes me sad honestly but you know quick such a staple and household name for at least what i know of la king's fans they don't want to really necessarily see him go yet but he's getting up there in age and it's just not looking the same we got our new coach that I announced one of the last podcasts that we had. So we have a new coach. We're drafting for center. And we drafted at center. You know. Should be an interesting season. You know. Oh, another little stat for Anze Kopitar is the fact that he had his thousandth game. One thousandth game. This past season, so you know, he's been with the team for a while. Let's just hope that you know the Kings have another good run. I'm not too sure if I see a championship anytime soon, but hey, I'm always gonna be a Kings fan no matter what. And to tell you the truth, the Kings gave me and the city our latest championship. So, the only other team that has given us a chip in the last 10 years has been the Lakers, believe it or not. So, you know, early 2010, we got the Lakers. Uh, 
Kings won twice in this decade. It's time that Los Angeles goes for a final championship before the 2010s are over. And we move on to the next decade, which is the 2020s. So, anyhow, guys, I don't have anything on college football, obviously. Except for maybe the fact that we picked up a new white receiver, I think, for USC. So, go Trojans. Fight on. I honestly don't follow UCLA at all because I'm not a UCLA fan. If we do follow UCLA throughout the year, it'll be mainly for any of you guys that want UCLA news. Hit me up on my Instagram, as always. Or I'm probably going to set up a Twitter for the podcast pretty soon. Uh, Probably a Facebook page. So if any of you guys are listening, be on the lookout for a public Probably an Instagram, a Facebook page, and more than likely a Twitter page. Just so I can interact with you guys pretty soon. And some quick news before I end off this entire episode. Um, Be on the lookout for some new content. Uh, I'm obviously sticking with uh, Los Angeles sports and all thing LA sports. But... I might have some special episodes coming in where I'm going to have guests. Yes, I'm going to start bringing in guests. Uh, I am trying to get some names within the Instagram world. People who I know who are big fans of sports and all that good stuff. Uh, Mainly Raiders. Uh, Maybe a Dodger fan or two. But more than likely, I'm going to try to get some big names out there. Like uh, one one person I'm talking to is my buddy, Simone Raider. We might have a special Simone Raider episode coming soon. I'm also talking to Chris Raider from Raiders with Attitude, formerly known as Raider Vision. But Raiders with Attitude, Chris, I'm in the talks with him. And a couple other guys. So we'll be... Be on the lookout and I will let you, I will fill you guys in on new episodes, new official episodes along with the special episodes of special segments. If there's anything that you guys want to hear about, whether it's more takes, more hot takes or different takes for, uh, or anything. Anything that you guys want to talk about between now and, you know, the upcoming season, uh, past Raider uh, arguments or Raiders versus Chargers kind of a debate. You want to see me go at it with the Charger fan on, or I should say hear, hear me argue with the Charger fan about what decades were better and all this other good stuff. I will definitely make it about that. Uh, you guys let me know what you guys want to hear. Get at me at Nella Raider underscore 13 on Instagram. DM me. Hit me up. Let me know what's up. And be on the lookout for uh, the Real Los Angeles podcast and its official 
social media sites. I will be letting you guys know where to follow. Thank you all for listening and tuning in again. I'm your host, Northeast Los Angeles Raider. Let's go Los Angeles. See you guys next episode.